Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. I'm reading from the New King James Version. But we all with unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Hi everyone, you're welcome once again to the Refiner's Finest Podcast and we thank God for everything he's doing with us and then most especially, we're trusting him to consistently help us because I said it's really that the journey is a very intense one and you will need an agency of a higher power to be able to um, to make it to the end yes we really need help yes because you can't tell me that you want to work with the Lord and <laughs> you need the agency of the spirit of the Lord to help you you know for the spirit searching the deep things of God ah, you need that agency to help you, you know. You know, you help you out on how to pray, you help you on what to say to God, you help you. You give you wisdom. Yes. The Holy Spirit is a spirit of wisdom, man. If we truly want to make it to heaven, we truly want to excel in this um Christian race. I think I think we should never neglect the person of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So today we'll be talking about or on the perfect image. So I think we we have been saying a lot of things and trying to see how we could understand our essence and and I I think today it is right that we we really look at what we should be like and who we should pattern our existence to because if we don't have this knowledge we'll be We'll be wasting our time. So um, I think yesterday somebody asked me. Okay, I think we were just in a group, and then the person asked a question. After that, we we shared the word of God together. The person just asked a general question, and the person was, "What is this gospel about? What is Christ really about?" I tell you the truth, this this question was from a heart, you know. I think we were just discussing about how that um, believers are easy to judge, you know, others who who fail to represent God again. 
how believers are very quick to condemn people and then you know a lot of things so at the end of the of the discussion she, she said what is christianity about And then I think she said, if truly we are patterning our life to the Christ, I mean Jesus Christ, I think the totality of the gospel should be focused on love. Because Jesus Christ came as this perfect love sacrifice are you are you with me and then she began talking and then talking talking how that believers they don't love themselves acting as though you know i was i was really touched i was so touched you know Oh. And I began to think, I was a Lord, Lord, what are we doing? Because the Bible says, if by the time you're done, then we check your life, there was, you're a teacher, for instance, or you're a prophet, or you're an apostle, and you're an evangelist, or whatever, whatever you were, and then we also checked your life, and then there was um, the gift of healing, the gift of miracles, I mean, walking of miracles. The gift of uh, prophecy, interpretation, speaking in tongues, you know, everything. Oh my God. And then, while we check the corridors of your life, we did not see love. Ah! I was supposed to say that you're just like a clanging symbol, okay? And the Bible, while speaking, says, the greatest is in love. Sorry, I'm just digressing. So it was quite intense that she had to open up to ask this because it was it's quite confusing how that we we can be in a community of brethren where we should love ourselves the more or the most. But then religion has taken over our lives and then we are not exhibiting what we should okay and so I think another guy gave an illustration how how that a certain religion they love themselves so much how they they can defend themselves even when they don't know each other but for the fact that they are of the same religion, the, the Lord helps. I'm, I'm going somewhere. Follow me. Okay. So the idea was, what is the totality of um, this Christianity? What is Christ about? Is it so that I will not make mistake? I want to know what this Christ is about. Ah, so. Today, I want to show us the perfect image. I want to show you who the perfect image is. Because I tell you the truth, if you're not reflecting this image, 
you'll be wasting your time. Irrespective of what you can do in this body, irrespective of what you can do in your local assembly, I, we don't care about it. Irrespective of who you are in your synagogue, don't care about it. All we care about is that you must reflect and represent this image in order to make headway. So the importance of this perfect image was so, so obvious. And then, Apostle Paul made a statement. He said that this journey is, is, is very tedious. But the truth is that I, Paul, I will press. I will press because there is a goal ahead of me. I will press not because I want to. No, no. He said, if you are running, please run well. Because there's a difference between running and then running well. He said, run so that you may obtain, obtain. Said, run so that what you may obtain. I pray that the Lord will help us. So, God initially framed mankind in such a way that our lives and the totality of our existence will host his emphasis. Hmm. And this emphasis will truly be a reflection of the glory from the life of Christ. So, starting from the Garden of Eden. And God entrusted his emphasis into the hands of man. And there came distractions. There came confusion. There came everything that altered the precept of Christ, of, of God, upon the human framework. So, everything scattered that plan oh my god you know the relationship between man and god was too intense that at the point the the angels who is man sir please who is man that you are mindful of him who is this man that you cannot rest unless you have seen him because the bible recorded that I, and, and god will in the cool of the evening who step in to commune with a mortal ah to what degree to what degree did man necessitate this possibility and what is happening that these realms are no longer common now and that reminds me when the bible says that God is a spirit and they that must worship must ah and I now understood that this was a frequency that God placed himself and then as a mortal if you want to enter into this you have to go into that frequency to be able to fellowship with God so for God is a spirit and if you truly want to worship you have to first enter into that frequency and that was the plane Adam 
was operating from. And God could hear my God. And God so loved the union. So there was an emphasis of God upon Ada. But oh, the devil was not happy about it. And there came distraction. So, when I talk about emphasis of God, I mean the various dimensions of the life, of the God life. Okay? But then, let's not go very far, okay? So, the basics of this um, emphasis, the most important part of this emphasis of God to our lives as believers, is that we should, or we are gradually changed in all facets. Okay? That we are gradually what changed in all facets of our existence in that we should be like Christ or God okay so I know at that very point we are exhibiting this perfect image okay so the emphasis is that we should consist, like I said, it cannot be a gradual. No. So it, it, it's a gradual and um, a deliberate action, okay? So the idea is that we should reflect Christ. And why are we reflecting Christ? Because he is the perfect image. So the Bible in Hebrews, after that, these things were... So the Bible says looking up to Jesus in Hebrews chapter 12, uh, 12 verse 2 the author and the finisher of now why, why do we have to look up to Jesus now there was a portrait so to succeed in this kingdom as a Christian the first thing is that you must mirror a person so in your communication in your oh my god Oh, Jesus. So, if your words are not framed by the Spirit of God, if your words does not sound like the words of Jesus, you are missing it. If your looks are not like the looks, in, you know, you know, there's something, there's something that, that interests me. You see, in those days, the dexterity of your, of your person the totality of your framework, your your personality, okay, was always applauded by others. But you know, in this era, we are the ones, you know, blowing our own trumpet. The Bible says, and in that day, they saw a group of persons, and ah, and then they said, we we have checked. The only people that have this particular lifestyle was like a man that lived the face of the earth. And the Bible says in that day, they began to call them Christians because their lives, they did not say call us Christians, no. They did everything that Christ would have done. They were exhibiting the teachings of Jesus Christ. So, they were not just saying it, but they were doing it. And the Bible says, they, they were 
an example of genuine followers of of Jesus Christ so then the perfect image is what is the Christ is Jesus Christ so if your daily activities if your if your your living is not expressly reflecting Jesus Christ then you need to go back and cry yes you need to check your life so in your words in your actions in your thoughts in all that you are permitted to do to what degree can we trace Jesus Christ I'm not talking about going to church now please I'm not talking about speaking in tongues now please no I'm not talking about doing all I'm talking about is the life outside your local assembly the life outside your church can people see Christ and to what degree can we see Christ I'm not saying you neglect your 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 daily living just to no 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 I didn't say you should be you know be a fanatic no I only said you should be a Christian so even if you are representing Jesus but to what degree to what degree can we see the Christ at work in your life so a lot of Christians want to speak in the tongues of the Holy Spirit but they don't have the life of the Spirit a lot of Christians want to pray in the Holy Ghost but they have rejected the government of the Spirit of God over their hearts and their lives so you only love the spirit affair but you are a slave to another spirit other than the spirit of God though you are in church and in fact a worker in your local assembly the will of God has not found expression in your life no not yet so at this juncture you are a citizen of two different contradicting civilizations so you are a whole you are a wolf with a sheep clothing mm. so the bible says some of them called my name with their lips but their hearts are so far from me isaiah 29 verse 13 and you can also find that in matthew chapter 15 verse 8 so the fact that we are christians should always bring the consciousness that we don't have a life of our own so how then how then do you do you call yourself a christian and then another government is operating in your life other than the government of jesus christ so why the dual citizenship so you know the language of the church oh the lord bless you sister hey more grace <laughs> oh i love you brother but then your heart is that of a wolf to what degree 
this day is your living taking people to Christ to what degree so you only pretend while you get into church but after church while you leave the door of your church you are a different person so maybe you're pretending so that your your preacher will love you your preacher will admire you but while you get to the office on a Monday morning some people are, are telling oh I cannot go to church because of this sister to what degree and Apostle Paul said he said if eating from the table of the God's will it's better you don't so if your lifestyle have the capacity to drag people to hell and say why not live a good life but I thought you were a Christian why is it that we are seeing another government at work in your life why so then the fact that we are Christians should always bring the consciousness of what Christ the consciousness of Christ So at this point you don't own your life again and by default the totality of your existence is that you should advance a kingdom okay and the will of the father and jesus having understood this at that very point the way his humanity wanted to fail him he cried out in a loud and said in luke chapter 22 verse 42 and in john chapter 5 verse 30 he said, not my will, but thine be done. So how many Christians at this point today can sincerely push for the advancement of the will of God over their totality, over their lives? You see, I know you've figured out your plans for the year. I know you've figured out your plans for your life. But is it subject to the government of Christ? Remember that all you are living for is to reflect the image of Christ. And if you're not reflecting this image, you are something else that we don't know in the kingdom. I hope you know that when the heavens look at a man, they're not just seeing the man, but they're seeing hundreds of souls hundreds of thousands of souls in that man now i ask you a question imagine that pastor wf komui did not give his life to christ imagine that billy graham did not give his life to christ imagine that these great patriarchs did not follow the path of god what would have been the testament of your life this very life that you are making a caricature of this life that you are not aware that the essence of your living is to magnify the totality of the kingdom that the essence of your living is to advance the kingdom so to what degree is the fruit of your life making jesus proud hmm? to what degree is that your new job advancing the kingdom of Christ to what degree is your beauty 
making Jesus proud. Remember, you are to reflect this image. And what is the who is the perfect image? Jesus. Hebrews 12 2. Looking up to Jesus, the author. So then, I know you have figured out your plans for the year. But can you surrender everything? Even to the best of your plans to the will of God. I hope you know that in Zion, you don't have a say. Except what you want to say or do in alignment to the dealings and precepts of the Father. So our only right is to keep the master happy and consistently do his biddings. Ah! So in this kingdom, you don't have a say. No, you don't have a say. Except that the things you want to say is to advance the king. Ayah, lemeno fadilas. Ah, except that the, the things you want to say are advancing the kingdom. But on a consistent basis, there is a consciousness in the walls of your soul that your totality must reflect Christ and that everything about you must give glory to God. So then, I told you that the life of a Christian is a surrendered life. So now check your life, oh believer, oh Christian, to what degree have you surrendered your totality to the will of the Father? <laughs> so in mirroring Christ, it means that we will become a direct replication of his glory into our sphere of influence. So, no matter what you find yourself doing, you will understand that by default, that is a, a, a genuine platform to necessitate the government of God upon that sphere. Oh, Jesus. So, whether you are a shoemender, whether you are a cook, whether you are a chef, whether you are a teacher, I don't care what you're doing. But the consciousness as a believer is that whatever you see yourself doing, whatever you see yourself in your life, whatever you find yourself doing, the consciousness is that that is just a platform to, to manifest Christ. <laughs> so, so then as a teacher, a teacher will no longer go to the class. Not just with the mindset of teaching, but with the consciousness of what the Lord will want to do with his pupils, with his students. Ah. So yes, I know that you have a restaurant and you're selling food. But the testimony will be that while they finish eating from your restaurant, they notice that their ability to fornicate has died. Aye. So the strength of your many achievements is not in your luxury of cars or houses and landed properties everywhere, but that somehow you have been able to mirror Christ to a generation. Yes, I know you went to the class to go and teach, but while you are yet teaching the subject, the government of Christ 
was superimposed upon that sphere. And then you are asking your student, why are you crying? And they were telling you, ah, sir, I enjoyed your class. <laughs> no, it's not about your class. It is that the government of God has taken over that class. And that is why those students will leave the class and then they lose the ability to do the bad things they were doing before. So, as a believer, do you command your sphere or, or everything about you under the influence and the government of God? The Lord will help us. So then, our lives is that we should mirror Christ. The perfect image, or that perfect image is Jesus Christ. What would Jesus have done in that situation that you're in your, finding yourself now? He said, it's not my will, but Lord. Jesus, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm tired, but please, so that you can be happy, I'll do it. I said, I must walk the walk of him that sent me while it is day. For there is a season called night where no man can do anything. Is this your testimony? Is this your confession? See, I pray that the Lord will help us. I pray that the Lord will keep us. I pray that the Lord will empower us. For the Bible says in John chapter 6, 3, 6 verse 33, he said, it is the, the spirit that quickeneth and the flesh profited nothing. So I'm only praying that the, the spirit of the Lord will quicken us. It will quicken us to, to the, the, the realization that we are living this Christ life. I pray that the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Remember what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then everything will be added. Child of God, I wish that we can subscribe to the words of God and watch how he will bless and manifest through our lives. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Please share this podcast share this podcast subscribe to this podcast and trust that the lord help us thank you so much once again and i'm your host ebenezer Bass.